And now more great information from Michigan's retirement coach, Mike Douglas. And I'm Heather Branch here with Mike to talk about ways to better prepare for your financial future. LifePlanWealth.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with Mike and his team. Just click on that button right there that says start your retirement roadmap today and you can begin your own personal conversation with Mike and his team. Again, LifePlanWealth.com. As we think about our feelings, our emotions, I could uh, dispose many uh, insights that I've had to use, sir, off, mm-hmm. off mic, off camera, off, <laughs> off air. So giggly today. Having a great day. You're having a great case. Living my giggles. best life. But here's the thing. This is what I know. And I called you out on it too before we started this podcast. I was like, I know what's happening here. I know you're in the full throes of procrastination because you have so much to do this week. Yes. But I've come here and it's like, let's have fun. Let's record a podcast. Let's yeah. do some jokes, everybody. And let's, let's time stretch an hour into three. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, thinking about time and managing of it all and feeling the proper feels for our financial future. Of mm-hmm. course, we need to have financial support to help us through the time. But the thing is, I mean, gosh, how often do you see just people completely handicapped in their planning process for simple emotional factors. I, I mean, imagine it's like daily. Fear is by far the most powerful emotion we have. Yeah. Fear and failure, I think, are great educators. Sure. Fear tells us what we're unprepared for, and failure shows us what we weren't prepared for. And so using those tools together, you know, when it's done right, you yep. learn from it. Like okay. I think back to so many things, so many great moments in life oftentimes are not the mountaintops. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned a lot more from losses than I learned from victories because sure. victories you forget about because you wash over them because everything went great. Yeah. And so that happens. I mean, I remember even I think of clients that we could have taken on early on in my career and I can remember specifically questions they asked. And I'm like, yeah, and I answered them with full confidence only to find out that, you know, after years later, I'm like, ah, uh, maybe I was wrong there, mm-hmm. you know? And how many cases you've lost or how many, you know, when I played college tennis, how many matches? I remember some very specific ones. I remember that my senior year of high school, we were in the state tournament. We made it to the States and we were in the state semifinals and we were up five, three in our first set. And then I double faulted away a game and then we didn't win a game the rest of the set. And then we lost the second set six, two. And I always think, man, if I had just gotten my serves in, maybe we could have made a run at a state title. And that was Years ago. I was going to say, that was high school. Years ago. You're a father of four now. And it's a specific memory you have, but it's not because we won. It's because of the what ifs that could have happened because of the loss. Sure. Thinking about how we react to money specifically is something that you deal with just because the line of work you do, helping folks figure out their financial futures. And how you, dear listener, react to money yourself. Is it driven by experiences you've internalized over the years? Is it driven by circumstances that other people have taught you? I mean, I know a lot of people have feelings about money because of the way their parents were about money. They they absorbed that financial behavior. Financial planner and author, Carrie Carbonaro, has actually identified several so-called money minds in women specifically. And one of those is fear. And here's what she was saying. 
If you have a fear money mind, you can almost never have enough money because you are so afraid that you're either going to lose it or run out or not have enough. Women aged 35 to 49, 60% of those women fall into the fear category. And sometimes fear paralyzes you from making important decisions in your life, especially surrounding money. I think fear paralyzes you from making all kinds of decisions, important and unimportant. Mm -hmm. This is something I'm sure that you have seen with women, but perhaps not. I mean, the whole thing about fear of running out of money when it comes to retirement planning and having this money mind. I mean, you see this all the time, right? Yeah. And it's definitely not exclusive to women. However, I will say that, you know, when you dive into psychology and one thing that I nerd out on, and we talked on other podcasts about how I just like to listen to other podcasts Mm -hmm. and and information junk. Mm -hmm. I love neuroscience. I love psychology. And just understanding that, because I think the more you understand people, the more you can relate to people. Sure. So I'm, as a man, I can relate to certain things. As someone who grew up in mid-Michigan, I can relate to certain things. As someone who went to public school and then to college and this, I can relate to certain things. But the more we understand about people at their core, the more we can relate to people who grew up in different circumstances and who lived through different things. So one interesting thing is how um, there was a study done, this is years ago. But then they started using these things called DISC tests. It's a personality test assessment that uses four major categories. Mm-hmm. Direct communication is the D. Interpersonal relationships is the I. Mm-hmm. Uh, safety um, and security is the S. And controls or systematic regulations is the fourth area. Okay. But they went through and did these studies. And again, you can't put blanket statements on everybody. Right. But the point of a study is to create a majority of some sort. Okay. A majority of women often lend and cling towards security over adventure. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean they don't enjoy adventure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that every woman needs a safety blanket. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that at our core, we have certain defaults. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I took that same DISC assessment. And for me, the D, which is direct communication, So think, how confrontational are you? How aggressive are you? I had a score of 12 out of 100. (laughs) And I felt like like that was high. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. I hate confrontation. Yeah, I do too. I hate sales. I hate the element of life that is me versus you. Unless it's a sport. Sure. I love it in sport because we're we're playing really together. Even you compete against someone, you're playing together. Right. In life, if you're adversarial with someone, it makes me so uncomfortable. And that's not surprising then that my interpersonal relationship score was a 98 out of 100 because customer service to me is paramount. And I live and breathe that side. Yeah. But I hate the direct confrontational nature of sales. Yeah. So when you have those things, and it's so funny, I always joke that it doesn't matter what personality test I take. It feels like they're reading my journal and hearing my thoughts. Same. It's so unnerving. And they take, and they're asking these questions. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, who (laughs) who cares if I prefer sausage or bacon on my Uh plate? uh And then they're like, oh, you prefer sausage? Uh, Sounds like you liked your mom more than your dad. I'm like, what does that even mean? (laughs) And how did you know that? You know, like, I don't understand. And so, like, all these weird things. But it happens to, it just works out. Because psychologists don't ask questions just for the sake of asking questions. That's right. There's relationships. And so when money's no different, our core experiences, our core person comes out when it comes to finance. And when we have those under the understanding of that, and sometimes we don't understand who we are. Mm-hmm. That's why it's interesting to take these personality tests, because it reveals things about you that once spoken, you agree with. But if you'd been asked before the test, 
you would have disagreed with. Mm-hmm. And you have to have these open and honest conversations because it's not that we need to fight against your nature. We actually need to satisfy it in a way that is appropriate. We sit down with people all the time. We, we call it our retirement roadmap. Mm-hmm. It's a process we go through of getting to know you, mm-hmm. getting to understand who you are. Because once we understand that, there's a thing called behavioral economics, where you have certain habits and lifestyles and default natures that determine how you want to invest your money. Mm-hmm. And that can be good or that can be bad. And we want to make sure we account for that. So we tell people all the time, go to our website, lifeplanwealth.com. Mm-hmm. There's a button at the top that says, start your retirement roadmap today. Click the button and start that conversation. It does not throw you into some test. It doesn't throw you into some personality assessment. It starts a conversation where we reach out to you and say, hey, let's have coffee and talk. Because in those conversations, we find out, why do you lean towards security? Or you can have people on the other side. Why do you lean towards risk? Why? And then you hear people, actually, there's a lot of fear that drives people to risk. Yeah. Because I had one, and I shared the story um, a while back, story of the guy who lost a bunch of money. And his fear drove him to be overly risky. Now, for him, it worked out and he made a lot of money back, but it really can screw up someone's portfolio if fear dictates their investments. Right. So you have to have an understanding because if I understand why you're responding a certain way, I understand why you feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. I cannot only, and we're not going to say we're going to discount it. It's like, hey, you're just being scared. Don't act like that. Well, that's irresponsible too. This is my life savings. It's everything that we've worked for. Don't say I shouldn't be afraid of losing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not an account number. It's not just some account. This is my life savings. Mm -hmm. And we need specific things with that and to go through it. And and I think specifically, I just had this lady who she came and she and her husband were talking to us. They're out of our Howell office. And for years, he was a brilliant investor. Mm -hmm. He worked at Ford as a pipe fitter for years and they built a couple houses and built some rentals and all these things. They'd done so well together where he was the leader and she was the support staff. Okay. Now, the support staff is not a joke job. That's a real deal you have it's to do. It's the backbone, yeah. It really is, especially yeah. when he's still working as a pipe fitter at Ford and she's fielding phone calls dealing to what they're working on. Got so she it. was she was she's running this running thing. the side business, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so she was brilliant. But as long as he was the leader, she thrived in the role of administrator. I get it. Well, then, maybe four years ago. They come into the office and for years he and I would meet and she'd be there and we had these great conversations and he would say all the time, well, I just need to know where you stand because at some point when I die, she's going to have this money and need some help with it. Mm-hmm. And he was about nine years older than her. Okay. And so the last couple of times we met, he was pretty sick mm-hmm. and he was getting worse and his ability to keep his mind wrapped around all of the juggling balls was getting more difficult. Mm-hmm. And she took on more and more and more. And we started having these difficult conversations where he was telling me, hey, listen, I'm not long for this world. Can we make sure that she's going to be taken care of? And so we go through it. And so as you go through, and again, a person who kind of really deflected to her husband for all these years Mm -hmm. and really just, and again, wasn't weak, wasn't anything else, but she knew her spot and they fit together swimmingly. They were a wonderful couple. Well, then after he passed, he passed about a year and a half, almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. She comes in the meeting. And I said, hey, let's talk about things. How are you doing? Well, emotionally, she was, you know, how do you live without someone you've lived with for 50 years? Yeah. Really struggling. But on the other hand, man, she was killing it with their investments. And I said, what are you doing? What you she goes, well, remember all those things you and talked about? We all covered. Yeah. You said, when this happens, here's what I should do next. So I did it. And so we went through and had these conversations and having those plans in place where, again, she says, I don't want to do this, mm-hmm. 
but this is what you said. If anything happens to him, do this, 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 then call me. Mm -hmm. So I did this, 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 then I called you. And so seeing that though, I mean, she was so strong, but at the same time she said, no, this is not my thing. This isn't what I want to do. Yeah, I'm doing it because I have to, because he's gone, but this is not what I want to do. So it's interesting to watch her go through these different positions and roles she had to play in life. But th- that's the whole point of, of having that plan in place. She didn't want to do it, but she knew what she needed to do. That's the thing. She had those lists. She had that list. She said, okay, I got to do this, 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 and this. I'm going to take care of that, and then I'm going to call Mike. She didn't have to think about it. She didn't have to worry about it. She didn't have to let fear drive her. Exactly. Well, and that was because they had the same fear, is that if something happened to him, that she'd be lost. Mm-hmm. They both had the same feeling. That was an agreed upon issue. Mm -hmm. And so he says, she needs to be taken care of if I'm gone. She goes, I need someone to take care of me if I'm gone. And I said, I got it. But here's what we need to do. And so you take someone's fear and you acknowledge it. You address it, but say, this isn't going to be the thing that defines you. This is going to be something we use. We we counteract it. I'm not going to ignore it. It's a real fear concern. I could have said, hey, you know what? Here's my card. Just call me if anything happens to him and I'll fix it all. Yep. But she's not empowered by that. Right. She's empowered by saying, all right, if something happens to him, I'm going to do these handful of things first on my own. Then I'm going to call Mike. And by doing that, she took control of her finances because now as a widow, she's in charge of her monthly budget. She's in charge of her home. All the things that he led on, she now leads on. Mm -hmm. I'm here to help and partner along with that. But if I just come in and say, ah, here's my business card, just call me, I'll fix it all. Well, no, I can't fix it all. I can't fix the fact that you're living in a house by yourself. I can't fix the fact that you have to pay your electric bill, that you have to do these certain things. Mm -hmm. I can help you along the way. But with a great plan in place, we go through and say, here is how you live out your life. Here is how you are successful in anything we can do along the way to make it better, easier, simpler, safer, whatever. That's what we're here to do. But we're here to empower people to say, fear is real. Use it to build a proper plan so that it won't result in failure. Life plan wealth. Dot com is our website. If you have fears about your financial future, maybe you are in perfectly good health, as is your spouse, but you want to know that there is a plan in place in case the unexpected comes along. This is the point of having the proper financial and retirement plan built out for yourself and your family in the years ahead and what Mike and his team are ready to help you create for yourself and your family. Again, lifeplanwealth.com is where you can go. Click on the Start Your Retirement Roadmap Today button right there at the top of the page, and they will begin this conversation with you as well. Lifeplanwealth.com. Thanks for listening to Michigan's Retirement Coach with Mike Douglas. To learn more, visit lifeplanwealth.com. Michael Douglas is an investment advisor representative of Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Douglas is licensed in your state, please call 517-323-7526. Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael B. Douglas, NP. PN number 9650939.